0: All right, welcome to the Pound Town Podcast. Will Burge, Brian Kenny, also in the house, Joe Pollock, Joey Paul. over in the corner over there. Clock, he'll be on here as well. Barstool Cleveland, Kenny. Barstool Cleveland, how do you feel about this?
1: We made it. We're, we're here it. now. This is making it. Yeah, this, this is making it. This porny room we're sitting in is yeah. this is making it. Barstool Cleveland, the city. <laughs> we're putting us on the map right now. It wasn't the championship. It wasn't
0: the championship. No, it was, it this, was this casting couch right now. Yeah. What what would happen if we put, took a blacklight to this thing? You think? I mean, we are in a music. I should probably explain the setting. Right? Yeah, we're in. Uh, we have plenty to talk about today, right? We got tons. We we're gonna talk some Super Bowl, talk some OBJ. Um, we have some stories to tell from back in the day. Uh, all kinds of stuff to get to, but this is like a recording studio. Like, like, like Kareem Hunt has recorded in here. Yeah, uh, yeah. I swear to God, Andre Drummond has recorded in here. Okay, Andre Drummond. Uh, Ro- uh, Terry Rozier records in Scare here. Scary Terry? Yeah, so this is basically where every athlete wants to come record their shitty music. This is where, this is the place <laughs> where it happens. No, I mean, it's dope. It's you know it's live mixtape studio. Super cool. They're having us let us do thing. But some nasty shit has
1: happened on these couches. Right? Oh, I'm sure. There's like groupies. I'm sure it looks like a Jackson Pollock painting. <laughs> <under the black laughs> <and> I'm, <laughs> I'm just like, touching <laughs> it with my bare hands. Oh,
0: fantastic. Uh, Brian, for those who don't know you, um, you are the lottery guy, right? Aren't you the guy from Ohio Lottery? Uh, so.
1: The, the Keno commercials, yeah. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm the, the face of Keno for the Ohio Lottery. So if you are just like a loser,
0: degenerate gambler, you definitely know who Brian Kenny is. No,
1: if you're a smart and responsible gambler <laughs> and a great person, because I really like that gig and I'm trying to keep it <laughs> for forever. For forever. For in perpetuity, absolutely. Jenna, Jenna sees you on the,
0: uh, my fiance Jenna sees you on the gas station TVs sometimes. Mm-hmm. And she, she always gets so excited when she comes up. She's like, I saw Brian Kenny on there. And I was like, this guy's famous. He's famous on, <laughs> he's famous I, on
1: gas pumps. And I am like, a D-level local celebrity. I don't even know if you're D-level. you think you're D-level? May- C at best. C yeah. Is-
0: <laughs> People will like... I was going the opposite way, bro. I was, I was going to say D might be shoot oh, a lie no, I got D, baby. I got D <laughs> at least. I got D um, wrapped up in a yeah. bag Something like that, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did you I don't I guess we to get too much into the weeds here, but like last for those in you're a stand up comedian. Mm-hmm. We used to do some radio together. Um Tried. Tried briefly. to do some radio together. You were kicked off the radio. Uh, yeah. You were banned on the radio. <laughs> what did you we used to do a show in the mornings, was it Saturday mornings we were trying to do? No, play? Sunday Sunday, Sunday mornings. mornings on AM radio. AM, AM, AM radio. radio. <laughs> <laughs> northeast Ohio, the only place on earth where AM radio is still thriving <laughs> in the ratings. Um Sunday mornings I'd come in hungover. You would come in. I'm presuming, probably someone hungover as well. Oh, yeah. And uh, we were trying to do something funny and like a little bit more approachable on like a staunch right wing Republican station.
1: Yeah, and you wanted to tackle real issues too. I, did, I remember yeah. at one point we were trying to, us two assholes, tackle Israel. <laughs> Palestine. <laughs> yeah. We're the ones who should be weighing in on Israel-Palestine.
0: <laughs> if you want to talk about misinformation in the media, whatever was said during that show was one hundred percent misinformation in the media. But you got banned when they were. That's not even what
1: got you. up. That surprisingly, no. that's not why you got kicked off the radio. No, we we were able to go ahead and talk about whatever complicated geopolitical relationships <laughs> exist in this world. But that nobody cared about that. <laughs> no, we we're it, this, this is the home of the Indians. For uh-huh. those who don't know.
0: Um, is it still? It still is, right? It's, it's still the AM. Yeah. 100.7 WMS is, is FM. 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 Yeah. And then 1100 is the AM. And one morning we were talking. It was when Tom Hamilton was out for an extended period of time. I don't remember the exact situation. I don't know if you do. But he was out for a couple weeks. And um, Rosenhaus filled in. And yeah. you just trashed Rosie. On the air, I very mean, politely trashed. You <laughs> just just annihilated Rosie <laughs> on the air, completely blindsided the nicest guy
1: in the Indians organization. He could be as nice as he wants, and I don't know if I'm going to get kicked off of this for saying this now, but Jim Rosenhouse is. It's such a steep drop off from Tom Hamilton. I love Tom Hamilton. I grew up in a, a baseball family. We are a huge tribe and now Guardians fans. And like Tom Hamilton is held in very high regard and has been since I was a young child.
0: So how does your family feel about the fact that Tom Hamilton hates your guts for the, the fact that you trashed Rosenhaus?
1: We're all cool with it. Yeah, uh, I, I still love the guy. It got me kicked off of my non-paid yeah. AM radio gig on Sunday morning, so it's like whatever. There
0: had to be at least thirty-one people listening to that show every Sunday. Morning. Dick and Dayton. Yeah, Dick and Dayton. No, rest in peace, right? I think he passed. Did he? I don't know, maybe I'm just making that up completely. I don't know. But for those sports radio talk people, they know who Dick and Dayton is. But yeah. I, so a little bit more to that story. We're talking about, you know, you asked, is, is Hammy back? I said, no, Rosie's on the call today. And what did you say? You said you went back to to the tape. What was the exact words you said? Not a fan. Not a fan. Really not that. It's an innocuous comment, right? I didn't think it was that big yeah. of a deal. And uh, I guess Tom Hamilton was driving into the stadium <laughs> that day. <laughs> And called the program director to just flip shit. Yeah. I was like, "Who is this little prick on the radio?" Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Just like, just digging into him. So I get a call from the program director after I leave, and he's like, "Whoa, man, what happened?" I heard. He goes, "You can't trash Rosenhaus on the the home of the Indians." I'm like, we "Trash Rosenhaus? No." Like, I think maybe he said, and I think the exact conversation was, "You said it's a steep drop off." I said, "It's tough to keep up with a guy who's going to be a Hall of Famer, right?" Yes. Like so, I think that was almost the exact conversation. And then, like, literally just. Gloss door everyone kept moving. It was actually a rejoin. I don't know if you remember that. It was coming back from a break. It was just an it was just a nothing throwing, uh-huh. basically. So they called their yawn at me. I'm like, no, no, no. And they're like, oh, okay, well, we'll pull the audio, but if that's all it was, then don't worry about it. And I had to go do the Indians post-game show that day. <laughs> so I would go to the stadium and I walk in. I won't say the name because I don't want to get anybody out, but one of the PR people walked up to me and goes, Who the fuck do you think you are? Right <laughs> in my face, right in front of media people and everything. <laughs> and I'm like what and he's like you you're you're the host on the uh, home of the indians you better start acting like it and my like east lake hillbilly hood kicked in, like uh-huh. you know, not the oh sorry sir and i was like you know what the fuck you're talking about so now we're like at each other's face is it mind you this is a day game on a sunday <laughs> in the middle of summer and we're like at each other's face and i'm like go listen go he's like well ham hey, he said he was trash i'm like go listen to the you know pull up the audio or whatever i'm like all of them send it to you I never heard anything of it again, but you were not allowed back on the
1: radio. No, they said that I was a, uh, an FCC liability. I remember them saying that. They're like, oh, he's not on the payroll, so he's an FCC liability. That's right. That is how they spun it. That's how they spun yeah. it. So they, they kicked me off. But, like, I mean, I still love Tom Hamilton. I, I do <laughs> respect him for uh, sticking yeah. up for his boy. But Jim Rosenhouse sucks. He's very, he's very bad at it. Oh, come he on. Is, we're, as, like, we're not starting the podcast off with you trash and Rosen. I'll t- I will... And our last broadcast relationship with Trash and Rosie. I'll start our new one. Trash and Rosie. Rosie sucks, man. Uh, uh, he just—he reminds me of like one of those bow tie having barbershop quartet kind of dudes. He's like, like what's the movie? Where he's like, come come with the kick drum, come with the kick drum, like
0: the bro- uh, uh, the breakup. Yeah, the with breakup. Funny fucking movie. Funny fucking movie. Absolutely hilarious movie. But yeah, but I bet you he's kind of like that guy too. Where if you tried to mess with him, Rosie would like twist your arm behind your back and put you down on the ground like a police (laughs) officer no problem whatsoever there's some
1: darkness behind those eyes I can see that but if I have to hear him call one of those fucking skim milk (laughs) home run calls he's got
0: ah driven way back
1: (laughs) out of
2: here shout out to the
1: fine folks at the guardians Um,
0: so how (laughs) this came to be I know there's a lot of people wondering like, what the the fuck how did did Barstool get in Cleveland Um, why are these two idiots on the podcast We'll introduce you to two more idiots who are working with us too. But one morning, it's actually like the most like people are like, Oh, like it must have been something crazy that happened. Literally, I, I've been following a Barstool Cleveland like Twitter account uh-huh. and not following it because I didn't want it in my follower account. It was so bad. I mean, it was fucking awful. I wish <laughs> I knew. It. In fact, I think it's gone. I think, didn't I say something to you, Joe, which one it was? It was like Stool Cleveland maybe
2: or something? Uh, Yeah, there was, like a couple off brand ones. Yeah, it, was,
0: it was one of those. It was one yeah. of the Fugazis and it was like, it was terrible. It was like so bad. And then just one morning, and Dave uh, and I, Prez, had followed each other on Twitter since the old-school Manziel thing. Like, we're like, yeah. he called me a pussy. I just told him I'd see him downtown and we'll fight, basically. I remember that. Yeah, like, just, like, the most, like, ridiculous, dumb shit mm-hmm. ever. But since then, him and Big Cap both followed me because they're like, oh, this guy's a fucking idiot. He's fighting with people in town that he covers. You know what goes I mean? for it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I just DM'd him, and we had, like, chatted here and there over the years. And I was like, dude, this account fucking sucks. Like, you need my help. If you need my help let me know and like within two minutes he got back to me he's like Did there's that's not us but we'll start one if you want to run with it um so we started talking over the next week or so figured out what we we're going to do exactly and uh, you know i kind of shot high and was like i want to write for the blog i want to do a podcast i want to do all this stuff and it was like done cool let's do it Fuck so yeah. then well yeah but except for the fact that i hadn't done anything at all i'm like four fucking years and all of a sudden I gotta do something you know what I mean like all those it's one thing when the ideas are just bouncing out of your head (laughs) it's another thing when you have to like actually go out and execute and the number one thing I was stressed about was who is gonna host the podcast with me like it was literally my number one stress because I've had some really good co-hosts over the years Sure, but I know everybody's kind of like everybody's kind of busy doing other shit I know you had like stand-up comedy stuff going on and uh, I just kind of kept going back to like what at the highest level of what when we did it what was the closest to what I wanted to achieve and that was I kept going back to those just dumb dumb as shit Sunday morning shows that we did that we did I think I had you in once in the afternoon when I filled in for Triv too right yeah I think you came in for those as well Um, and we would talk you know inflation and like (laughs) uh, you know what what the fuck Federal Reserve Uh, but yeah so that so I asked you and you said you were in and like
1: I mean, here we are. I'm very in. I'm yeah, pumped about this. We have
0: there's so there's gonna be so much cool shit coming. A uh, bunch of video stuff. We got some content coming from All Star Weekend coming up. Hopefully, it'll be funny, and make you guys laugh. Um, we got. I mean, just basically anything you see on the national level for Barstool, we're gonna be doing at this level as well. Cleveland centric, but also you know talk a little bit about everything like we're going to do today. Um, but like you know, you said it. You, we've made it. Like we're on the porn couch. We're shooting for Barstool here and. Um, Hell yeah. How, how, was there anybody in your family that was like, I hate Barstool. I don't like that you're going to be doing this. Have you got any of that yet? No. Okay. I good. haven't got any of that. Good. Good. I have one. My aunt, I don't think it was very. Yeah. She just said it with her eyes. You know what <laughs> I mean? And I was like, I don't want to go down that road. She doesn't, obviously doesn't know anything about Barstool. You know what I mean? She gets a shitty headline or something. but. My family's
1: so supportive that it's like, if I get anything, they're, they're all in. <laughs> like, be- I, I should be so much more successful than I am because I have that kind of support system. <laughs> But then I'm I'm just a fat stoner weirdo instead. <laughs> you're like you're like I got a new
0: podcast. Who's it with? What's well, with the serial killer? Like oh my god, that's so great. Yes. We've always loved him. Yes, yes. we love his work it's with Jarrett from Subway. Yes, <laughs> yeah. all right. Uh, so the other two guys that are in the room with us here. Um, we're gonna get to one of them momentarily because he had a tweet that was coined. Joe. What was your tweet coined by by uh, PMT?
2: Uh, Big Cat called it the worst tweet that's ever been tweeted. <laughs> the worst tweet that's
0: ever been <laughs> tweeted. Uh, but before we get to that, it started with the Super Bowl and OBJ and this, like, national love affair. And I thought Tate did a great job on the blog talking about, you know, this is, like, bullshit narrative that Cleveland kicked OBJ out of, like... What a, the fuck was that? Because yeah, the know. national,
1: like, Al Michaels ran with that. Yeah, he as, did. As if we... if He was a dog that we threw out into the streets to fend for himself get the fuck out of here That's in no way is that what happened he orchestrated him getting let go he was crying to LeBron James to tweet out free OBJ he orchestrated his father tweeting out a video of him not running the routes he was supposed to be running which made Baker Mayfield look terrible well, come Baker on. Mayfield made he himself like, look terrible I, I, say, I think that. Baker
0: had a whole lot of hands looking terrible in that video too but, but, but OBJ had a big part in what happened and like, not to beleaguer the point, because everybody's talked about it, you know, for literally at nauseum since he left here, then now yeah. he's got the ring and shit. But it's just funny. I am like so anti national media hates Cleveland, national media hates Cleveland. I think it's the dumbest, most tired shit ever. Yeah. But it's hard not to say that National Cleveland loves or national media loves like a just a, a storyline shitting on Cleveland when they take something like that and just they just fucking ran with it. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't I was actually almost a little blindsided by it because I felt like everybody kind of got the, the gist that this whole thing sucked. But, I mean, the Cleveland Browns front office like did wonders to help him get out. They restructured his deal. Yeah. And the release didn't to do any of that shit. Yeah. None of that had to happen. No, it didn't. And and, and if OJ didn't want to be here, he wasn't going to play, and they need to get rid of him, it was bad. Obviously, it wasn't bad in the locker room. Other guys love him. But it was just wasn't a good fit here. Fine, whatever. But how the fuck did we end up as like the, the butt of that joke of like oh they got rid of OBJ that Adam Schefter tweet that awful picture weird what the fuck was that all weird. about Weird. when did Schefter turn into like he used to just be like good like you know he's good NFL reporter the guy's you good follow he's gonna break news for you he's gone weird over the last couple of years
1: I'm guessing he just kind of sitting back on his laurels enjoying the Super Bowl a little bit who made that picture successful?
0: if you didn't see it it it's was weird. like it was like. Uh, it was like uh what was it, Baker Mayfield, uh Calvin Johnson, Eli. Eli Manning, like now looking at Baker, it was Jarvis. Oh, it was Jarvis, it was Jarvis. Jar- yeah, Jarvis. Who's his friend? Best friend. Just looking up like, like, like what would be an OBJ god, right? Like looking up into the sky at an OBJ like like airbrushed t shirt mural. Um you know, like, like Tower City style. Like you would go like Pookie like, pook got shot in the hood
1: <laughs> <laughs> And then that's what it looked like. And they're looking up and it was like, it's everybody who thought it wouldn't happen or some shit like that? Like Dude, all of like the promotional images for the Super Bowl was like Joe Burrow looking at Odell Beckham. Why? Why is it Joe Burrow looking? Why would you not put Aaron Donald on there? Aaron Donald has done so much more for the game. His resume is so much more impressive the guy's been in the league eight years. He's made eight Pro Bowls and seven first-team All-Pros. He is as good as it gets. If you want to talk about changing a position, he's the best defensive player since Lawrence Taylor. Yeah, but it doesn't matter anymore because this is about
0: dyeing your hair and having a fucking earring and dangly earring. $200,000 cleats yeah, and, and being in Drake's videos and all that shit, right? We are in a TikTok. Like, I don't ever feel older or hornier than when I turn on TikTok and like all TikTok does just bombard me with like twerking videos like I'm trying to I'm trying to be a good guy here I'm engaged uh-huh. I'm looking for content for the pod and for blogs and shit and like it's just like twerking videos and then like people like Odell you know what I mean like vlogging themselves so like that's the world we live in now that's why he's the famous guy and nobody give a fuck less about Aaron Donald he, <sighs> he, he
1: teased that he might retire and it like barely even gets talked about the last couple. That's insane. And Sean McVay at 36 yes. after winning the Super Bowl is also teasing and retired. And still, all we talk about is Odell Beckham getting a ring.
0: I actually think that Sean McVay should retire. Really? I think he should retire. They have their cap situation is a fucking nightmare. Sure. Aaron Donald might retire. Um, they're getting long in the tooth everywhere. I mean Whitworth. I mean he's, pretty, he's not. He's if he does come back. I'd be shocked if he yeah, came exactly. back at 41. So you're gonna now you're going to look for an anchor on the end of your line as well. I, I don't. know. I'd retire. Yeah, so like, you're a draft
1: pick. So,
0: I mean, he could literally order like he could pull in like a groom-esque Hall. Like if he just sat out for a couple years, you know what I mean? Get that ten-year hundred. Uh, yeah, go do some TV for a couple years. You know what I mean? And then somebody will bring you back and pay you a shit ton of money and be in the right situation. Like he he knows that you that team's not getting any better. It's only getting any worse. I mean they're. There's tons of aging stars in that squad. Tons yeah,
1: of- and, I, and I've read where a lot of people think that Aaron Donald, is, like that's all a play for, for more money because he is now underpaid. 30 years old. Yeah.
0: 30 years old. Wish I was retired. Seven years older. I wish I were retired 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so OBJ, uh, after the game, though, um, oh, they, yeah, right, so the first camera shot goes to OBJ crying, right? The yeah. very first very one. Very first. Very first one, tears streaming down his face.
1: And like fuchsia hair, I old.
0: don't even hate OBJ. I know you hate OBJ's guts. You right?
1: know, I stood I stood up for OBJ quite a bit. I hate the narrative around OBJ. I hate the uh, how much better everybody thinks he did in-, in Los Angeles than he actually did. Like he he really was crucial. A lot of red in- zone targets. I mean, yeah, but if you look at the actual yardage and and receptions between his eight games in Cleveland and his eight games. In, in uh, similar, LA, yeah. they're almost identical. Yeah. He actually had more yards per per catch in Cleveland. Um, it was he was just a red zone threat, and, and nobody wants. Everybody downplays Cooper Cup's role in all of this so heavily because Cooper Cup just had one of the best seasons of wide receivers ever had. Yeah, is he the greatest
0: white wide receiver of all time? Who Fred Biletnikoff is like the only other like like unbelievably
1: great like Steve Largent was always yeah. a good one. He's a religious weirdo at this point. <laughs> uh, God. I I mean, Belitikov is the number one
0: receiver in college football. The award's named after him. Yeah, named after the guy. And the only reason I know how good he was, because I'm not that fucking old, all right. was (laughs) because when you used to play the the Madden teams, you could play like older years. Yeah. There was, I don't know, whatever year that was, Belitikov was the receiver, and he was fucking unstoppable. Really? Like, absolutely unstoppable. And it was this old-timey Raiders team, and you could just throw it over in the middle of this white dude that would shake tackles and go 80 yards every time he touched the ball. So, like, I know he was good, because they wouldn't have made him that damn good that. I mean, I gotta think Cooper Cup like another year or two.
1: He's gonna be right there with him, if not passing him. I
0: can't even think of another great wide receiver like that.
1: I mean, if it wasn't for the 17th game, that kind of put him over the edge a little bit. But like, it's probably the second best season a wide receiver's ever had. It's crazy. It, Calvin Johnson had number one, and then number two is gonna be. The stories about Cooper his wife Duff.
0: working to like support the, while he's like you know, undrafted, charmed, it's just awesome. story. Awesome
1: so, naturally, he's going to get the attention in the red zone.
0: Yeah, for sure. Which leaves Baker Mayfield, which leaves Odell Beckham open. Wide open. But they're actually throwing it to him, too. So, I don't want to give, like, the, I don't want to excuse the Browns completely in this situation, but they are throwing it to him in the end zone.
1: A, the offense was hurting this year, so they didn't make that, all that many trips into the end zone. And B, you still have Nick Chubb getting a lot of touches down there. You had... Everybody shit on Stefanski all year for passing too much in the red zone inside the five. Everybody,
0: they were yeah, throwing the ball. I did too. I did they too. They were throwing the ball, and it didn't go to Odell Beckham. So he gets the he gets there. He gets the red zone targets. Everybody puts him back on TV. They love him. First fucking camera shot is him crying on TV. And uh, Joey P over here, um, who's just a little bit off camera. I said, there you go. <laughs> we got a good clip of of yeah. uh, Which by the who was it earlier said he was the model of the group. Mm-hmm. fresh to death over yeah. here. He's the model, not me. Yeah. I don't know. You're some kind of model. <laughs> I've been you're paid to the... model. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes. um, you, What was your tweet? Explain to the people. You're t- you had two of them, but the second was the one that really
2: well, made some I money. had, like, I don't I was going same. off, but... Um, Here's,
0: actually, before we get to this, I, I do want to say this. Like, do you see how nice, and like, like clean-cut Brunswick boy he looks like? He looks like, like Joe Burrow. You got some I, Joe Burrow? Yeah, yeah, there you go. And you go. look like Joe thank Burrow. You. So, um... We're like clean, good, nice kid, right? And you've been around him a couple times now. Kind of a little quiet, real nice, kind of funny, right? There's like a mean streak inside <laughs> him, and I've and I've seen it. This is yeah, I got a lot of hate. Yeah, a of hate. <laughs> yes. at least you can admit it. At least he has got like an '80s uh '80s like bully '80s high school movie bully vibe going
1: to him. You know what I mean? Like the like, bad guy in a ski movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly.
2: Yeah. He's got yeah. kind of that thing going. Yeah. I kind of like it. Actually. <laughs> All right, so bad guy in the ski movie tweets out. Yeah, so immediately um, I was beefing with a lot of my buddies, like they're like Odell, like Dick Riders, I'll call them. And there's a lot of um, them around here. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah. I. Yeah, I can't believe it. But yeah, I'm getting frustrated <laughs> already. Um, but so immediately I'm getting lit up in group chats and shit from the f- opening touchdown, obviously being Odell. Yeah. Um. So the first going through Twitter, first picture that pops up, what you're saying is Odell crying his eyes out. So I quoted immediately, like I think it was up for like thirty seconds or something, and I'm like, "When you do nothing to help in the group project but still get an A." So whatever. That was doing some numbers on uh, on Twitter, and then I think, I tweeted out again. Oh, it was like, uh, Odell's picture from twenty fourteen yeah, of him like, like the one hand catch no, right, with the, with Marty the trophy. trophy. Yeah. Oh. Uh, just, um, uh, yeah. Which is just like like you were saying before, like he's not even the Rams' number one target, like Cooper Cup is, and like. He's not even the Rams' biggest star, Aaron Donald is. So, like, why is he, like, the face when they win? Um, but, yeah, so I quoted that, too, and said some shit like, didn't even play a full half of football tonight. The dick riding is insane. And then, well, I said another thing about Matt Stafford possibly being better than Aaron Rodgers. But, yeah, this guy know.
1: also hates Aaron He has the yeah. hottest takes. Uh, I, Aaron I, I will tell you, now, I, I'm not an Aaron Rodgers fan, um, but nobody... Nobody. In in a day where championships are the ultimate benchmark, everything is black and white. Did you win championships or did you not win championships? That is the benchmark of greatness. He is the one that escapes that more than anybody else. He does. He has made one Super Bowl and he almost fully escapes criticism. His legacy is fully intact even though he's only made it to one Super Bowl. Why is that? Couldn't tell you, man. Really couldn't tell you. He's not even likable. He's He's not not likable at all.
0: He's not. He plays for the most most probably likable dude. Yeah, he really I mean, I would fucking love him on the Browns. Like, I'll take all this back if he becomes available. I literally will sell his soul. I'll just pull the the LeBron James returning for the title. Two years. I'll put up all kinds of crazy shit that he says, threatening to get out of here, not like in the front office. Doesn't matter what baggage Aaron Rodgers brings, I would welcome him with open arms. But he's not likable. Like he's not like a type of guy like hilariously awesome guy. You know what I mean? Like not at all. He looks like a shitty Nick Cage character in a
1: movie, you know. What he's I mean? got some weirdness. Like yeah. not talking to your family for years is strange. That is very strange. It's very strange. He's <laughs> he's got a lot of weirdness in him. And like LeBron James gets fucking hammered. Yeah, he does. Hammered. He made so many different finals consecutively and, and won a couple. And Aaron Rodgers only makes it to one championship and somehow. He is the best quarterback other than Tom Brady. We are lucky to have him. We are all witnesses to his greatness. Fuck off. <laughs> and I, I certainly am somebody who will say that championships are an overrated benchmark of greatness. But if you're yeah, going to judge everybody else by this standard,
2: why are we leaving him out? It's not even that, though. Aaron Rodgers is just a choke artist. Like, <laughs> every year he gets in the playoffs, he fumbles back. At home, too, right? Like, his first quote he' did after, play like he played like shit this yeah year, yeah 100 his first quote after he was drafted was uh like reporter asked him like oh, are you upset that the 49ers didn't take you and, and he like fires back like not as upset as they're gonna be that they didn't take me dude the 49ers are undefeated against him in the playoffs like he's, he's bad yeah. where
0: is these where this hatred start do you think in your life like with you uh with Aaron Rodgers with just or like overall yeah just the the fire that burns in your belly, can I, can, I, can I, before you answer this question, let me rewind Which uh-huh. the first time I saw the fire in his belly, and it wasn't <laughs> on Twitter, the first time I met him in person, like, Joe, how he got, he got involved was, like, literally I got handed the, the Barstool Cleveland accounts, made one post, and like, 20 minutes later I get a DM, so it was like, right place, right time, I'm yeah. like, you're the first person to DM me, you want to help out, like, shoot me three, three things you'd post on IG, they were fucking hilarious, uh-huh. I'm like, you're in, you're a part of the team, let's go fully expecting him to flake flake out like right out of the gate but he's been killing it right so we meet we go to XYZ in Gordon Square to go get some brunch the one day oh, yeah. to go talk about the like, ideas and the first thing he does is sit down and go on this fucking rant about the pizza shop by his house that forgot to put the pizza in the night before yep. I mean,
2: and he was it's like, it's like <laughs> I'll call him out by name he's like belittling the kid. <laughs> behind the corner because like, he's not, like, you fr- "What's your one job? Is to put the pizza in the oven." That's <laughs> like, like, what
0: the fuck? Yeah, like
2: has
0: got some fire in there.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't play that shit. I've been getting, I've been getting screwed over at Chipotle a lot too. But that's, uh, I could go on. Everybody's uh, go on getting that. screwed over at Chipotle. Yeah, but you got to go personal. in person.
1: You can't have a DoorDash to get your Chipotle yeah, out anymore because like. they will just fuck you over. They will yeah, give you, you will. the tiniest little amount of food. I'm a grown man, I'm a big grown man. <laughs> Yeah, I, I will stand there and I'll tell you. Please put more in there oh, yeah. if I'm if I'm in person. <laughs> I, I don't even I don't do the DoorDash
0: thing. I actually don't even fuck with Chipotle at all. because it's just terrible every time. Yeah, I do this it's right. bad now. Um, but anyway, where did this hatred start?
2: The uh... I don't know. Um, uh, do you have brothers or sisters? I have an older sister, but uh, okay. uh, no real hatred between us. Did she us. pick on you? No. Did her
0: friends pick on you?
2: No. No. No real issues there. I don't really know where the hatred came from, but I just know I have a lot of anger. Inside me. I like right that out. you own it. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's kind of cool. But right? I like I expressing guess, yeah. it in, in humorous ways, like attacking Odell. Yeah. Or like, you know what I mean? It's like going about it that way.
0: I like, dude, he's just straight... I mean, really, like... like yeah. Handsome rage over there. Yeah. yeah. Just a bunch of handsome <laughs> rage. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, you made it to PMT. Was that like the highlight of your life so far?
2: Uh, well, yeah, it's crazy because I actually... One of my buddies told me about it. I didn't listen to the episode, but so it was Monday. Because you, you hate bar school Yeah. 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 Um, and... So my buddy texted me, Jack, he's like, holy shit, they are talking about your tweet on PMT, so I, like, go up to it, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, obviously, didn't mention me at all, Yeah, I'm like, damn, whatever. But, uh, yeah, it was just funny that Big Cat thought it was that bad. Yeah, the worst it. tweet that's ever been tweeted. Yeah, but then he also admitted that, that he would do the yeah, same thing. Yeah, exact same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's being a sports fan. That's being yeah. a good that's a good Browns fan move is to call out O'Dell immediately.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. Even if you don't really believe... like I didn't exactly believe your tweet, you know. Oh, what I anything? didn't like, believe it either. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just, so I yeah. Gotta, yeah, I gotta
2: yeah, I gotta stir the pie. I yeah, gotta piss people get off. Get those numbers right, yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? Yeah, that's, <laughs>
0: that, that's what it's all about these days. Um all right, so are the Browns... like As I'm watching that Super Bowl, the one thing I couldn't get out of my head is I'm watching fucking Matt Stafford make, uh, you know, no-look passes. I'm watching, you know what I mean? Like, Joe Burrow just, like, dropping dimes and fucking being obviously, quite obviously, the future of the NFL at the position. Sure. And I just couldn't help but think, like, I just can't even imagine Baker Mayfield playing in this game. I just couldn't even. And maybe that's just recency bias because – we, you know, I know he did play well first week of the season against Kansas City
1: on the road, even though he didn't have to do well on game winning drive or what would have been
3: the game winning drive.
1: Th- th- he gets really too much it for that game winning drive because he's he's clearly trying to throw it out of bounds. He's trying to get rid of it. True, responsible but the, the passes
0: before it were terrible though. It wasn't like he. It wasn't like he was like had it was putting together a masterful drive to that point. Um, even that's that whole fourth quarter. He was not very sharp, which is something we saw over and over with the Browns anyway. I mean, sure. Maybe it was partly scheme, partly him, whatever the case may be. But I couldn't help but watch and just be like, I just don't, I don't know, I can't imagine. And, like, you look at all the running backs who have won the last, like, what, nine championships, and they all make, like, 600K a year. None of them are stud running backs, you know what I mean? Cam Akers could even run in the fucking Super Bowl. And, yeah. like, we're going to bank on Baker Mayfield being insulated by a run game? Like, I, I don't know. I just don't know if I'm buying it. I think you can, man. I, I, think, I
1: still think you can do win you really in the NFL. Do you really think you or
0: do you want to think you can?
1: I, I think you can if the defense is good enough. You have to have a good defense in order to be insulated by the running backs. I like You definitely can't have a shitty defense and then rely on the run game. Uh, I think Baker Mayfield can come back to be what we need for him to be. It is limiting that they want to roll him out or kind of have to roll him out that much, and then he only has half of the field to work with. Like, almost every fucking time he tries to pass the ball, I don't know what's going on with that kid. I think he needs a sports psychologist more than anything. I think he is a sports psychologist more than he needs an actual fucking orthopedist right now. He,
0: before last season, talked about, I'm not going to be on social media, had the best year, or not on social media, but I'm not going to care about what people say outside, I'm going to yeah. focus on the inside, had his best year of his career, yeah. right? Um, then this year, came out with just like a chip on his shoulder, talking shit to everybody, you know the Colin Cowherds, which, by the way, why you would ever give a fuck what Colin Cowherd has to say is like beyond me, right? He's just literally it's just all clickbait. But nobody watches the show. Yeah, the ratings are there's just zero ratings for it. Um, I know the podcast does really well, but it's just literally because he says the craziest shit. He's just, he just he can't even mean half of the shit that he's saying. And Baker Mayfield, the fact that that guy gets in the quarterback of our team's head, just like, immediately makes me feel like that's... I mean, how do, how do you have a guy like that that wins a championship? I, don't know, I just don't know. I, don't know. I don't know if I believe it. Even at the best of Baker Mayfield, I don't know if it was good enough for me to say, I could see him playing in that game and going toe-to-toe with Matt Stafford and Joe Burrow.
1: So, personally, I think it's, you know, yes. I know it's difficult to watch those games and not be like, well, we need to get there. Give me fucking decent football. Give me, give me competitive football... Give me a a 50 50 or better shot at seeing a victory week after week after I watched for 17. You're just okay with this? You're just like, oh, we're good. I'm not ready ready to blow it up quite yet. I'm not ready to say, okay, well, if we're not going to win a championship, fuck all this. Yeah, but I don't think anybody's saying blow it up. I mean, I don't think there's anybody out there who's
0: like, just fucking cut Baker Mayfield no matter what. Like, if you get a better option, Kyler Murray hates his position. What's happening to him out in Arizona? Would you do Kyler Murray? In Would order to keep him?
1: most of these guys, though, payroll wise, with what Kyler Murray once at least you got to extend him. You, you're really in tight. Like Denzel it. Ward's gonna be a thing tough with Baker call. Mayfield.
0: You might save a couple million dollars, but I mean, it's going to be the exact same thing. I mean, you're gonna give him, uh, you're gonna, you're gonna franchise tag him probably for a year after his fifth year, if that. Yeah, I yeah. mean, he's got to show up. Next he's got year. to show up. You, then you franchise tag him because you're probably still not going to believe it. You know, so I and mean, if he has a good years, going to want bigger numbers. You probably want to pay him, franchise tag him for a year. I mean, they're going to be in cap hell one way or the other. So you might as well be in cap hell with a guy you think has the ceiling enough to win a Super Bowl for you. I look at a guy like Calvin Murray, and like as much as this doesn't look great what he's in right now, taking just that corny shit of taking your team off your social media is just like it's such like high school like MySpace taking off my top eight fucking. They My did well too, and it, it, it yeah. is
1: really fucking embarrassing so for a, an adult millionaire to to go I mean, on. He's only he 24. All
0: right, is he 24 He's years like old? Yeah, an
1: adult millionaire. I don't care.
0: 24 mm. year old millionaire. Yeah, Are you an adult at 24? Did you yeah. s- no,
1: uh, <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm also, you know, an underachieving stoner, so it's not like I had a bunch of money and, and probably, you know, a wife and kids. I don't know what his situation's like, but to spend your time even going through and be like, unfollow, delete picture, delete picture, it is such bullshit. It's ridiculous. And then on top of that, do you think that he would be happy running a Stefanski offense? A run first? Well, no. Offense? I mean, I
0: think that's something they're going to have to address either way. But and in, you're blowing it up. But yeah. I I don't know if you're I don't know if you're an advanced analytics person though. But explosive plays, they're always I think the worst they've been since the, in the years since the fancy's been there is like 13th. I think they were like ninth and 13th. So like the explosive plays are still there. So I think there's plays to be made. I, I don't know. I think if you went back and put a, a, a percentage on why the offense didn't work this year, the bulk of it is going to land on Baker Mayfield. Certainly, fans gets to take some of that. Sure. But I think the bulk of it's going to land on Baker Mayfield. And then you have to say, was it an injury? Okay, maybe it was, but like now you're running it back with another year with Baker Mayfield. I'm just saying, you have to at least go kick the tires on some of this stuff out there, right? I got a
1: name. I, What's I, that? I, here's who I want. All right, tell me. Gardner fucking Minshew. You want Gardner I Minshew? Want, I want a quarterback competition between Baker Mayfield and Gardner Minshew. I feel like that's a cheap option, and I think that if you're able to find a weapon, I personally, I'd love an Allen Robinson in Cleveland. Dude. Hold on a second. Gardner
0: Minshew is mm-hmm. like the inbred baby of Kyler Murray and Baker Mayfield. Absolutely, that's he literally is, that's, what move, shit. that's what you want to move. That's what you want to move to. I want, and of course, he'd be cheap. Yeah, come come in and compete with Baker. Come in right? and
1: compete with Baker. So I like High that option a.
0: I would I, him
1: or Mitch Mitch Trubisky. I would take to a flyer and a compete. I, I don't mind bringing bringing yeah. in the hometown kid, but like, I like what I've seen out of Gardner Minshew more than I, I like what I've seen out of Mitch Trubisky.
0: Uh, I, Mitch had some moments in that one year where where the Bears had their run and had a good season. Um, you know, and then then you go to Stefanski's offense, it looks like that'd be the type of offense that could protect Mitchell Trubisky. You know what I mean? That, like You're taking a lot of decisions out of his hand. You're cutting the field in half. You know what I mean? You're not making him sit there, drop back and just scan a field and pick apart defenses, which is a lot of what they had him doing at the end of in, in Chicago, which obviously just doesn't do well. Sure. You know what I mean, hate to say it, men or kid, whatever, but he I mean, just obviously doesn't do that well. So, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I think you got to bring in somebody at least to compete with him. But uh, I don't. You, so you wouldn't do the Kyler Murray thing?
1: No, I wouldn't do the Kyler Murray thing. I, I would not. I, I think that if you're going to. It's not like there's any sort of real reason. There's no egregious thing that the, the fucking Cardinals have done. There's no. He's probably not leaving there anyway. Right? He's, just, he's, he's just flexing for money, essentially, in that situation. But why? Like, He's, still, he's on his rookie deal. He, I'm sure they're going to get a, a deal done. It's not like anybody there thinks that Kyler Murray is not going to get re-signed. He said, this nonsense is, this is not for? what I'm about. It's not what he's about,
0: man. Then why'd you do it? He plays this game for the love of it. His teammates, <laughs> everyone who has helped him get to this position, has believed him. And that's who he plays for, Brian. Not for the money. And to win championships. The kid was literally an MVP candidate
1: yeah. halfway through the season. DeAndre Hopkins got hurt. You they, they went, they got you, Zach Ertz. You had a, a decent run game with James Conner. Um, Chase Edmonds was uh, was doing okay. It had gotten hurt a little bit. Your defense has some, some real stars on it. The defense played pretty well. You made it to the playoffs. You lost to a division rival who ended up winning the fucking Super Bowl. Yep. It's not like things went that terribly where any sort of hissy fit is called for. There's got to be more to it,
0: right? I mean, it, the Cardinals are... Historically one of the worst run franchises. In I mean, they're literally if they hadn't uh you know, if they hadn't made that Super Bowl where they got beat by Big Ben in the last second. That's
1: one of the best football games I've ever seen. Me too.
0: I hate that I hate that I remember it, I and that's like probably my favorite Super Bowl. It was absolutely Same. amazing. That catch in the corner of the end zone was just like ridiculous.
1: That one, the the uh, the return by James Harrison right yeah. before half the the Larry Fitzgerald breakaway touchdown, that game was nuts. Yeah, it was awesome. And if, if they weren't in that game, They'd be mentioned right along
0: the same lines as the Browns, right? And the Jets. and I mean, they're, they're a terrible, terrible, terrible owners, terrible franchise. And we're just going to believe that the, the Cardinals are doing everything right behind the scenes and not the superstar quarterback that they drafted? But, like,
1: Kyler Murray has been good. He was an MVP candidate. He hasn't actually proven anything in the NFL yet. So it, it, He hasn't proven anything in the NFL. Kyler Murray does not have the kind of clout to start throwing hissy fits about you need to run your organization better because I'm the star. You're not there yet, bud. I think you're, the, you're drafted
0: and where he is, and you're handed the keys to a team. You get that clout instantly. Oh, way that's way crazy, is. man. It's the way it is. That's crazy. It's the way it is. I know you have that old school mentality of like, fuck these guys and their privilege in the league, but like,
1: no, fuck that's everybody. True. I, play, I, fuck the the owners, <laughs> fuck the players. I, I do feel that absolutely. You, you get that cash. You get handed to the keys of the franchise. You get that cachet. Baker Mayfield deserved you, to have the,
0: the commercials and all that shit. He did. Even yeah. though he didn't play up to it, he still deserved it. He deserved honestly. He probably deserves to have more cachet within his own organization than he gets at the moment.
1: There's a giant difference between on the side. Here's these commercials you get to do for a national company that's in the same town that you play for, and. I want you to start running the organization better. I want to start, you know, calling shots. I'm going to unfollow you on Instagram until you're better at what you do. There's a big difference, Will.
0: I'm not sure following someone on Instagram or unfollowing them on Instagram means I want you to start me letting me run the organization.
1: Well, that's what you were just saying is that you get the cachet there. Well, the cache, they organization. better listen to you. Like, yeah, if you're this franchise quarterback, you better fucking listen
0: to what you have to say. Why? Because you're the franchise quarterback. If it's a, if you're you if it's the, the only thing that makes them relevant. It, it, James but, fucking Connor doesn't make them relevant. Great fantasy football, touchdown, Hawk, this year. Sure. Great, whatever. But, like, fuck, he doesn't make you relevant. DeAndre Hopkins, you you stole him from Bill O'Brien in that dumbass fucking trade. That's was was, hilarious. Yeah, it's hilarious, right? One smart thing they've ever done. But, like, still, if you don't have Kyler Murray, they suck. They're, they're a bad team. Simple as that.
1: Depends on who you replace him with. I mean, DeAndre. Jake is a top. Jake Plummer. <laughs> this is the Jake the Snake Plummer guy you know this? For those guys. I don't think he is. I don't think he is. I. I just. Uh, I think he's really good. I, I don't think he's calling any sort of shots in the franchise. Kind of good. I just want my.
0: I want my franchise.
1: I want my Matt
0: Stafford move. If there's one out there to be made, that's what I want. I want the Matt. I'm not saying you have to get rid of Baker Mayfield, but if that Matt Stafford move is out there, I and mean, I think a Kyler Murray would be a Matt Stafford-esque move, and younger in his career.
1: I would kick the tires on Derek Carr if that's actually a possibility, but they'd be absolutely foolish to do that. Yeah, exactly. there's no way that you get uh, McDaniel's to come out there if if he's not going there for Derek Carr. Well, the Patriots did love Baker
0: Mayfield though in the draft that year. They but, did, and that that has a lot to do with, with McDaniel's. So maybe there'll be something there. They think there's some value back. You know, I don't know. I, I can't see him actually doing. I think that's Cleveland pipe dream talk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, actually, the one that's got the the most legs to it's Deshaun Watson. You know what I mean? Like I can't, man. Not just not can't get behind it.
1: Deshaun Watson is a, a legitimate sexual predator. Yeah, I mean, hey, look, the only I, yeah, reason, probably, our yes. justice system is fucked up, and that's the only reason these are all civil suits, man. And he's he's gonna walk because he's gonna pay a bunch of money out, and it's just gonna be like, oh no, this is business as usual. It's not even like he can go do his time and serve a sentence like Mike Vick. That's like, true. All of this is fishy as shit. There's a lot of women. It's super weird for a professional athlete to be hunting around for masseuses on Instagram. Russell Wilson spends like three million dollars a year on recovery. Deshaun Watson's on Instagram, sliding into DMs. Take care of my hundred million dollar body. Fuck off. Oil my anus. That's the best part about all this is the amount of detail that came out. Somebody tweeted it out saying this is either Deshaun Watson's either a legitimate legitimate monster. Or this is the most aggressive character assassination in the history of mankind. <laughs> there's yes, probably no middle I, can't even, I obviously can't defend it, because there is no defending. I think it's
0: terrible. But I'm just gonna I'm gonna do this real quick. I'm gonna say there is a line between he definitely went over it, but there's like a line like the Trevor Bauer situation, like, did he sexually assault someone or is it like are we kink shaming someone who had someone come back and try to Attack them after the fact, like that's a murky situation. Deshaun Watson seems pretty clear cut, right? Clear cut. There's this is getting. To, this is Cosby territory. You have there's way too many chicks that say you rolled over with your hog hanging out, and they were like, "Whoa, brother! I just came here for the massage." Yeah. You know what I mean? Way too many of them. But if they made that trade for him, how 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 do you what is it? How does your brain? You're gonna root don't for
1: him. I think that I can, man. I don't think I can watch Browns games if they do that. Really? That's, that's a good man. That's full blown soul sold. That's a good man. I, I, I don't. I think
0: like anything in the beginning, I'd be disgusted, and I think as he starts throwing touchdowns. Eighty percent of the people would just be like, "Yeah, well, he didn't get arrested." Yeah, and didn't, especially in uh, this time, he didn't town, actually get arrested. The at all. amount of the shit that yeah. people have talked yeah. about
1: Ben Roethlisberger being, oh, a Rebus, yeah, the, the high horse we have sat on <laughs> in the city of Cleveland over Ben Roethlisberger and his bathroom antics. How could we ever allow Deshaun Watson to play for this team and still be like, "Yeah, this is okay"? Desperation's <laughs> clone, Desperation is a stinky clone, my friend. Desperation is a stinky clone.
0: I can't. I'm i right there with you. Whenever we first started talking, I'm like, no fucking way. I don't want that guy in town. And then as the the worst Baker Mayfield played, the more I was like, you know, can you really believe 26 people? I mean, anybody, anybody, anybody can get a group of people together. And just, you know, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Uh, I'm glad you're a better man than me. Uh, <laughs> I can't do it, man. I've made that decision already. There's I mean, there's been plenty of athletes who come through town. I'm like, I just don't feel right. Rooting for that son of a bitch, you know what I mean. But then, like, you know, in a big moment, they do something big, and it's you know, it's the sporting fan in you. I think that takes over. The disgusting diehard Cleveland fan just.
1: I'll, I'll put all my eggs in the Guardians basket. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'm a big baseball guy, so. It's true.
0: Yeah, he likes the boring stuff, folks. <laughs> um, all right, we spoke. We we're talking about Matt Stafford, anyway. Um, he got just destroyed by Richard Sherman. I guess destroyed or um, character assassinated, depending on. How you feel about Matt Stafford? He's, he spoke facts. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, he said, uh, let's see. Oh, Sorry, because Dan Orlovsky said, I honestly believe it's one of, if not the most clutch uh, stretch of postseason performances ever by QB. <sighs> He's got a gold jacket. Absolutely. I actually also tweeted that Donald is a first ballot, and this just punched the ticket for Matt Stafford as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Sherman says, I'm going to talk about it on the podcast, but the Hall of Fame bar is incredibly low now. Like a participation trophy, no all-decade team, no all-pro, no MVP, one Pro Bowl, not even MVP of the Super Bowl. Never considered the best in any year he played. At least Matt Ryan has an MVP. And you, first of all, there's po- points though there that are accurate, but you can't say it's become a participation trophy. No, it hasn't. Definitely not. If this wouldn't be like an egregious, like if you they let Matt Stafford, he plays. Here's my whole case. We're we're arguing this in the wrong frame, right? We're saying he's not retiring this year. So mm-hmm. there's no point even arguing it now. He's going to play four or five more years. He's going to have four or five more years in numbers. He's going to have at least one more playoff run, probably, with that roster. Whether it's a Super Bowl or not, who knows. And that's going to be plenty enough to get him into the Pro Bowl. Did he, if he retired right now, you'd have a Chris Bosh-esque argument, right? Where, like, Chris Bosh's numbers probably say he's a Hall of Famer. Chris Bosh won the championships as the third wheel. Like, how do you, how do you really put into perspective what he did in Toronto versus what he did in Miami? Yeah. I mean, that's really what you're going to get in this mass Stafford argument. But the guy's got four or five more years of playing anyway, so I don't like we're just, we're stuck in this Stephen A. Smith hot take. Is he is is he a Hall of Famer or is he isn't when like, you know, it, he's definitely on track to be a Hall of Famer. Like I don't even think you can argue
1: I don't know how you could argue that. It's the only position other than maybe like kicker and punter where only one gets in for all pro, for first team and second team. Pro bowl, that's become the weird participation show. Yeah, I mean, Mac Jones I was sucks. was a pro bowler this year. They, and I'm uh, glad because so he was many... one of the
0: funniest people in the game. Well, was from the highlights, so I didn't watch it. But
1: yeah, <laughs> fuck that game. Um, <laughs> I don't give a shit about the pro.
2: Watching it, you? Know. Um, but like Who the he was desperate people. Do you watch it, Joe? You watch it? God no, but okay. I did see the Mac Jones clip of him like it's running okay. the end zone after that. It's night. hilarious. That
0: like exactly that wasn't in there. That was like the funniest thing I saw from the game. So yeah.
1: Uh, but the fact that he was named a pro bowler, yeah. is crazy to me. Yeah. He was good, but he wasn't. like I wouldn't say that Matt Jones is going to get any sort of step up uh, over Matt Stafford for having that one pro bowl. Even if he makes a couple more playing the way that he has this year, I wouldn't put him above a Matt Stafford ever.
0: The numbers are there for Matt Stafford. He wasn't carried to that pro bowl. He legitimately rose the franchise up from where it was with Jared Goff. They got to a Super Bowl, failed. He got there, played great. I know he had the two picks, but it's kind of what you get with Matt Stafford. You know what I mean? Because it's just a fucking gunslinger. Yeah, he's just gonna wing it. He's got an iconic pass, an iconic moment now with the no look pass over the middle to extend that drive. I mean, he's got the storyline behind him. I think the biggest flaw in Sherman's argument is the uh, uh, never considered the best in any year he played. That can't be. That can't be the, like the bar for this era, because then the only person who's getting in is Tom Brady. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, there's been so many good quarterbacks. Like, there's an argument to be made for Philip Rivers, right? You know what I mean? Probably not sure. because he didn't have the success on the field, like wins and losses. Like, plenty of success. Children, right? He's got like a whole <laughs> covenant of children in his house. That his whole on like, game is yes, broken. He is. I will use it again. because as a human pez dispenser. He is literally <laughs> just churning out fucking babies. Just starting his own little cult oh. wherever he lives. Like, but he's got you know he's a borderline guy as well. But you can't like. You can't hold that over everybody in this, this era's head. Like, you're not the best guy in a year. Yeah, well, nobody. Was because Tom Brady's fucking retired? He was the best player in football again. Like, literally the best quarterback to play this year was Tom Brady and the retired on top.
1: Yeah. I mean, the one-year Mahomes, I guess, was better? True. Yeah, probably had a better year. But, I mean, even so, we're probably splitting hairs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Probably splitting hairs at yeah. that point. I can't wait to see the the Mahomes-Josh Allen feud. Go on for years and years because those two are ridiculous.
0: Do you uh, do you think uh, Josh Allen's ascension is sustainable? I mean, we've now seen it for one and a half years. This year, I thought was not to the level it was the year before. Obviously, mm-hmm. still very good. Um, do you think people figure out Josh Allen? Because I got to tell you, it, like you, like Joe had like the worst tweet in the history of tweets. The worst take I've ever had ever okay. was that Josh Allen was. Got off when you can't touch him. Like, he just came from some, like, fucking tri-C. You know what I mean? Like, played football at tri-C, and, like, you're going to draft that guy. You know what I mean? like I, And I know that probably is offensive to you because you played football at uh, the tri-C level too, didn't you? <laughs> First
1: of all, played is a generous term. <laughs> Okay. Um, I went, bench warmed, and got hurt is, oh, okay. at, the, at the Division two level. Oh, okay, yeah. um NAIA. <laughs> That's we we did scrimmage NAI. <laughs> um where did, where did you go? I went to Mercyhurst Mercyhurst uh-huh. Didn't even know they had a football team. Yep. Mostly mostly known for women's hockey. <laughs> um Where was I going with this? You 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 sidetracked me here. Remember? Um I don't know. I don't oh, Josh it. Allen. Oh yeah, yeah. I fell in love with Baker Mayfield reading an article about how bad Josh Allen was. <laughs> <laughs> because all of the advanced analytics, all the, the you know yeah. spark scores and everything, were like Baker Mayfield is head and shoulders above everybody else. Josh Allen is a historically bad player. He was, but he was. He was super raw. Yeah, he was just a, a cannon arm with some foot speed. He was so bad his rookie year, so terrible. Bad. But like so unbelievably he, bad. he had continuity. He had the same quarterbacks coaching Ken Dorsey, Cleveland Browns great Ken Dorsey, legend, absolute yeah. legend. And guy he, had a cannon for an arm. The U baby. He literally might have had the worst
0: twelve yard out throws I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> <time>. I've never <laughs> seen anything like it. The safety could be playing, could be like rolling over the other side of the field and still be able to come all the way across and pick off. A twelve
1: year out right from Ken Dorsey.
0: Never seen anything like it. I know I, don't know how. I mean, I guess I know now how his career lasted
1: as long as it did because he's a coach. Mental. And, yeah, he, knew, it's all he nice. was a cerebral assassin, and with, with was he though? Because he was awful on the field. He was not good on the field. But he knew what he was supposed to do. He
0: just couldn't do it. I, I, okay, <laughs> all right, I guess. Yeah, I really, I, that makes, dude, okay, Popovich is like an All Pro. He's put him in the All Star game, but like, he knows what he's supposed to do. Physically, he can't do it.
1: Um, yeah, he was just there to fucking mentor young starters. It's true. Yeah, and, and then he developed Josh Allen, and, and he's had the same head coach. He's had the same quarterbacks coach. Sure. He had the, the offensive coordinator for years. Now he's gone. Um, but the, Josh Allen had a perfect storm to succeed. They went out and, and they've they've tailored the offense to him. They let him use his legs. Yeah, and and he has been able to do a lot more than a lot of guys are going to be able to, especially you know short yardage situations he's he, uh, the he's best big, short yardage he's back a, in the fucking he's league he's
0: a big motherfucker that's why it's just, just fast yeah, it's huge absolutely huge and you can just toss it over your head so if you're you know you're midfield on a fourth and short you got to worry about him running then you also got to worry about him stopping just launching it over your head 60 yards for a bomb with a touchdown with the you flick know? of a wrist yeah exactly he's a freak He's a freak. and But I still don't let the Browns off the hook for an tra- I know, and this is the hypocritical, like, former media, but also fan in me. Uh-huh. Like, I trashed him. I was like, they can't draft Josh Allen. That would be the worst draft pick ever. <laughs> yeah. If you take Josh Allen, you're there. it should fire everybody. And then now <laughs> that he's good, I look back and I go, you guys fucked that up. I can't believe you didn't <laughs> take Josh Allen. It is a blemish on your... Because, you know what? That's what you can pay. You're not supposed to listen to people like me. Like, you know, I broke, like... Peyton Hillis leaving the Christmas party early stories when I was in the media. Don't listen to the fuck I have to say. You broke the pen signing I did break the pen signing. One day I'll tell that story. I'm I too. know I get, the story. I know you I know, the know the story. I'll the tell it over here and I'll get in trouble for it but uh, I'll tell the story of how we very interesting. That's <laughs> uh, be careful pillow talk. That's what it was. Pillow talk. <laughs> yes. Be careful who you're talking to. Um, Dicks were out when yeah, <laughs> it was exchanged. <laughs> yes, uh, but the But you know what I mean? Like I will I don't I don't let him off the hook for that. Like you didn't draft him and he turned out good. And like my buddy Sprinko is like went at me hard when I went to where he's like, Everybody knew he was gonna be bad. You can't hold that against him. Bullshit I can't. Cause someone took him at seven. It's not like the guy got taken in the third round, you know what I mean?
1: MVP Lamar Jackson got taken at 32.
0: Yeah, exactly. So like and they're like, Well you're gonna take him one overall, you couldn't take him one overall. And I'm like, all right well then don't take him one overall, I'll take someone else. They're gonna take Ward one overall, there's never been a quarterback take one quarterback like I don't give a fuck how it happened. I give a a fuck that you didn't end up with the best quarterback in that draft. Right? You finally took a swing. Finally took a swing at the top, and you didn't end up with the best guy. And, I mean, it's very clear, no matter what Baker Mayfield's ceiling is, it will never be the talent level of Josh Allen. Don't care how big of a Baker Mayfield fan you are, it's just not there. Like Physically, it's just not that guy.
1: Yeah. He'll never be able to do the things that he can. I I certainly will concede that. I'm I'm a Baker Mayfield supporter, um, but I'm with your buddy on that. Like I, I, just I don't. Everybody was like, just. Everybody, nobody was like Josh Allen. It's is a is a number one overall pick. It wasn't just the Cleveland Browns organization.
0: They had two picks before seven. They'd have to take them one overall. It's a good point.
1: Yeah, um, exactly. I know it's a good point. Fucking <laughs> bring That's what I do. I, and people thought seven was kind of crazy. Like, I know. I did. I told them that, I said they were fucking stupid. That was, that was the worst draft pick ever. But not just you, slap dick from the east side. I'm yeah. talking like <laughs> fucking national pundits that that really do get paid to scout people. Mayock ended up becoming a, a garbage-ass GM. Exactly a garbage. And Riddick's going to become a
0: garbage-ass GM too. Or is he? Is he a GM or a player? Some player personnel, right? He's got to hire yeah, somewhere. I think he did. Whatever. He's going to be terrible. I don't know if you've seen the guys. He says it. He said they shouldn't have drafted Miles Garrett. I can't remember what they said over him, but I know he had Adams over him and someone else. And they said Miles Garrett, Garrett wasn't a very sure thing when the Browns took him.
1: I am a little harder on Miles Garrett than most, but definitely it, he was the clear-cut number one pick.
0: We'll, we'll have to revisit that. We we'll plenty, revisit that. We have plenty of options We'll revisit that. Uh, by the way, the Cavaliers you will be listening to tomorrow, and you'll know what's happened uh, by then. But Cavaliers down 66-61 at halftime. Are you horny for Cavs, Brian.
1: So horny for calves. So horny for Rock calves. Rock hard for calves.
0: This, uh, the horny for calves movement is sweeping the nation. <laughs> it is. Austin Carr
1: tweeted it. So you know it's Yeah, yet. People are fucking right now with the game on, doggy style, watching the game because they're so horny for the calves. It's crazy. There's going to be some sort of Cleveland baby boom I, <laughs> just off of this run. And, and, I, and
0: I, we shouldn't have been surprised that Austin Carr was one of the first people to get behind the for Cavs movement. Austin, Fox. Any, Austin fucks. Austin definitely Fox. fucks. Yeah. Definitely fucks. Anybody who wears the gold chain on their tie, <laughs> horny, horny old school player, Austin Carr is 100%.
1: 100%. What was the lady's name in, this, uh, in Friday? Uh, Miss Parker. Yeah. Miss Parker. He's picking up those kind of ladies. Oh, hell oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Let, there's another guy in the media who used to have his way with those type of ladies. Uh, Jim um, Rosenhaus. <laughs> no, it was Jim <it> <laughs> <We> got him. <laughs> he used to spin the bow tie. Come on, ladies. Let's get out of here. Uh, so, 66-61 at halftime. Horny as fuck for cats. By the way, um, merch of that will be dropping at some point. I'm Just calling it out, calling the shot. We're we'll going to have plenty of Barstool Cleveland merch. And speaking of that, Thursday... I didn't tell you guys this yet. Thursday, the uh, St. Paddy's Day merch drops. So oh, tomorrow I'll have proofs and stuff. I'll let you guys see a sneak peek. Make sure you guys are uh, locking in and watching the videos because we'll be pushing on Thursday. Got some cool shit coming for you there. Um, Clock, uh, who's been behind the camera the whole time. Um, yes, sir. Yes, sir. So Clock is, uh, uh, I've known actually known you a while now. And you you have some
3: skits and stuff. You do some skits and bits. Yep, I do skits. I do podcasts. Been doing podcasts for a couple of years now. You know, I got kind of know the drift of it.
0: Yeah, and I figure we we you know we need someone who's trustworthy. Mm-hmm. We need someone uh, uh, who's makes me look tall. I like it. It's perfect. <laughs> it's
3: nice yeah, I'm definitely not there in the uh, statue size.
0: But so the All Star Weekend. Um,
1: did you see the uh, the
0: ice buckets thing that's going on down at...
1: Tower City. I, I I did. I didn't actually see it at Tower City, yeah. but like I've, I've seen it on social. So you didn't media. want to get shot in the face. So you avoided going to Tower City, basically. <laughs> 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 you'll
2: be stabbed for a Cinnabon at Tower City. <laughs> <laughs> I tweeted that you like literally. You have to go
0: make a right at the Airbrush T-shirt shop, and then make a left at the next Airbrush T-shirt shop, and then you will end up at the ice buckets, <laughs> the ice buckets court. I know they're like doing some live events there or something now, but like Tower City, like. Until they just gut it, it's just still a piece
3: of they shit.
1: They still got Bruce the Spruce, Bruce the Talking
0: Spruce? I don't know, do they? That was a thing. I, I don't know. Probably the, not ice up at this thing point is, it's like it right either. in the
3: middle. Right in the middle of as soon as you go up the elevator, it's right there. Like right in the middle of the whole tower Stage. So and they do like events which are concerts yeah, on there and stuff now, right? Yeah, there's like another stage like in the back. Uh, but they had this ice bucket thing, so I just like went like randomly. It's like a half or um, basketball court or something, right? Yeah, yeah, it's like a whole half court. They have like this big thing where you wait in line and like there's a guy that scans your code and stuff like that and they have like it's like a whole pa announcer announcing this crazy stuff so me and my brother go up there on uh super bowl sunday and uh you know there's a long ass line it's like probably like how long did you people. wait i probably waited like 15 minutes oh okay. that's not bad that's not yeah bad. it didn't go it like it, i was like oh man like come on it's like about to be four i'm like super bowl sunday i'm trying to get get my activities going. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just wait in line, so I just wait in line, get up there, and, uh, you know, all these guys are going. There's some dude, like three people before me had, like, the highest score. He had, like, 80, so I'm like, all right, I'm about to beat him. And you had to do a layup, yeah, free throw. Yeah, so the thing, you got to do a layup, uh, free throw, uh, elbow shot, and then a three. And then if you make all four, you get 30 seconds added onto your clock. So, you know, I get up there, and I take a snap right before I go on. I made, like, because a little you video, to too. got yeah. days. By the way, I'm the best shooter in this room. It's Insane. not.
0: I, I would, I, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not gonna, I, am not going to be very impressed by the video, and we'll put it out there. I'd like to shoot against
3: you, though. So I'm, a, that's, I'm a shooter. You got a strat? Really? Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll take it up for that me. challenge. I'll take <laughs> it <him> up for <laughs> that, <laughs> that challenge. <laughs> <laughs> you can run the nah. clock. But, yeah, I went and did this challenge, and, uh, you know, I got the high score. Dude was saying, like, there goes that light again. That's another thing. It, it, we need a new light in this bitch, bro. It's haunted.
0: It is haunted. It's fine. But. No, while you're telling the story, please fix the light also. You're not <laughs> I'll do, I'm, I'm <laughs> right. cause
3: you're do on my Just because you're on Do your the job, man. Bro, this is, bitch is the so
2: light's hot. thrown off the video. I'm trying to get a U2. Yeah, like a so, wind so wind I'm, wind I'm looking
3: fucked right now. This is crazy. But yeah, so this light's been going out at least five times. I pull it out, I gotta on it. No one wants your fucking excuses, Clock, tell your story. <laughs> I blow it out and put it back in. So I do this ice buckets challenge. I get up there, I'm like, yo, I'm about to break the record. I have my brother record it, and I go up and I've missed probably two shots the whole time. Dude saying, Clock, your your form's crazy, like He's about to go for the record, this and that and that, yeah. Did anybody right, ask for right, your right. autograph or you No, nah, they just at me, up. was yeah. like, good job. <laughs> you didn't set the record, though.
0: Was
1: you at 88? At 88, yeah. 88, it's a
0: big So, company. 88
3: points, so I don't even know how they counted it, but.
1: Did um, you get any panties thrown at you?
3: Um, no chicks were there. No? Unfortunately, just nah, yeah. That's why Big so old weird. It's so weird
0: it. that no chicks were hanging out in Tower City at the half-court. Oh, yeah. <laughs> basketball. There was, like, people how like. Weird there that was is. people <laughs> in line that
3: said they were there from 11 a.m., like th- throughout the whole day. Like they've been doing it like all day. Like, yeah. They go and like eat lunch and then come back and do it. Like, why? I don't what do you? I mean, it's like people that did just didn't have shit to do. Did you win something? So they're homeless oh, people. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. homeless people shooting threes all day. I think crazy. so. I don't want to dog them, but I really think so.
1: I mean, if you got nothing else going on, it's cold outside. <laughs> I mean, yeah,
0: it's a four challenge. work on your jumper. No,
3: Might no. oh, as well, right?
1: Yeah. Somebody walks up with eight layers of clothes on. Yeah. Can't yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> bring their arms up to shoot. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised <laughs> by that. But yeah, they said they're there since like 11 a.m. What did you win? um so they said i won the high score wins rising stars tickets challenge like that's tickets. not bad that's not bad. so did you, yeah. i didn't get them yet i don't know if i'm gonna get played on it or not but oh well, it probably goes to the high score like it's, so when does it end it's of the day so oh they never so somebody gets yeah, you and it was like at the end of the time like it stopped at five and I like i did it like 5 15 i was like the last there's probably like seven people behind me so who do you email I, yeah, they just somewhere. said they send it to you like you have like a code. on You're a white person. This is in our blood We
0: have to email someone. Uh, it was yeah, worded I was, email. I mean, yeah I was
3: gonna plan on getting on the call or something like that, but uh, we have a code or someone you scan to like go to the event Like you have to like down. It's called the NBA events app Yeah, yeah. and you scan a code and it has your name and stuff and they said they just send it there because I went up right to the dude when I uh, Broke the record. I'm like, yo. so how do I get my prize and stuff? He's like, oh, we'll email it. everything's going on, on Tuesday I'm like, all right, whatever. So it's today's Tuesday, and uh, sorry, we got this. <laughs> but it's like they said, what do you get the two challenge? Challenge? Yeah, two, who are you taking? I don't know. I'm What's gonna have it? to ask one of you guys. You know? Yeah, but I. Uh, but you that. Take Paul, and then, you're so fucking a real your job. You fucking pissed. I'll probably ask Joe first. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess I won. Um, it's called NBA Crossover. It's like a, I think David Robinson like does it or something. He like hosts it. The Admiral? it's like a yeah, it's like an event throughout the day on I forget which day. It's like a thirty dollar event or something. I won like four tickets, I think, to that. So That's cool. But yeah. Alright, well that's I mean it's impressive. The video is
0: pretty impressive, I'm yeah. not gonna lie. Yeah. And the fact that he's just sort of nonchalant about like he never once he seem like he's rushing, like it's getting to him the pressure or anything. I was no. kinda nervous
3: like going up and doing it, just like doing it and then like after my first shot I was like, alright, this is easy. But like I wouldn't have done well if I didn't hoop the day before. I hooped the day before, so I just kind of got my wings underneath me. Because I didn't hoop for like two months before that. At least there was no females there. No because females. Yeah. I would have definitely been tripping out. <laughs> <laughs> so I, that, that
0: reminded me of a story. So you know at Cedar Point they have the little half court. Not, yeah. the, not the, like the the janky rigged ones with the long neck. Yeah. Not that one, but it's like 13 and a half feet tall. Yeah. I'm talking the actual half court right yeah, yeah. Like the main Just, thing with the jerseys yeah right yeah, yeah. Yep. exactly yeah. So this is this is probably 15 years ago i mean it's a long time ago right when those came out and uh i went to cedar point with it with a chick sorry john I was before we met each other <laughs> and uh and i didn't have any cash on me and i was like oh i want to do that and i didn't have any cash and they didn't take cards at that time because i'm a fucking dinosaur and uh i walked in i was like ah whatever and she goes, I'll pay you've never felt pressure in your life until a girl pays for you to do the uh-huh. half court shooting, you're like, and you walk up and like, and uh, the last thing I heard before like the little buzzer when I had to start going was like, motherfucking Danny Ainge and shit. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm getting fucking shit on by the crowd over here too. I will say I lit it up and I won the fucking main prize or whatever. It was like the probably one of the better shooting performances. Ice cold, stepped up, knocked him down, yeah, no problem. Okay, so you yeah, got I it. In just, here. I, okay. I stood up under the pressure. You know Speaking
3: what I mean? of the roast that you just spoke of. There was like it was like five people before me. This dude went and the dude on the mic, like he would be like roasting people and like saying crazy stuff, whatever. And this dude was going, he stunk, stunk it up, they didn't make one. This he just randomly said, he's like, You know you look like Scottie Pippen, bro, and he really like he looked exactly like Scottie Pippen. Everyone lost it. Everyone. <laughs> he was just laughing on the mic. He made like probably two shots after that, but That's awesome. that was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad I Man, I, shoot, I could man. never shoot.
1: I never even attempted one of those fucking Cedar Point, three-point things. I, I could box out. That's the only thing in basketball <laughs> I was good at. You have a box out behind. I pretty much just play offensive line in yeah. basketball. <laughs> That's what I do. I foul out of every organized game I play <laughs> I legitimately for a, a full rec ball season fouled out of every single game. Really? There was a point where so the record. game was ending and I had four fouls, and I'm like, I'm not breaking this streak. So <laughs> I got the referee's attention and then just shoved a kid and walked <laughs> away. Good. Did you drop hammers
0: on people? Like, like, did you have, like, a no open layup rule? You know what I mean? Like, somebody's on a breakaway, like, and you're like, oh, no, my fucking watch. And, like, put them into the fucking... those mats behind the fucking hoop, you know what I mean? He, he kind of, yeah. <laughs> but, like... I didn't want to hurt anybody, but I did. Oh, you're like Lenny from Mice and Men. Right? Very much so. Yeah. Yes. I didn't mean I hurt to
1: hurt you, George.
0: Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm the one breaking somebody's collarbone, and then be like, "Hover." Oh, I'm, so so <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I can me. see it. Yeah. You're a big gentle giant,
0: mm-hmm. uh, Brian. Where can people follow you on Twitter? Because we wrap this bad boy. Like I am
1: Brian Kenny. B R
2: I A N K E N N Y. I am Brian Kenny at Will Burge. Joey Paulnuts. Where can they follow you? You can find me at Jay Pollock 2 on Twitter and Joe Pollock on IG. Of course, he's got to
0: plug the IG, sexy the sexy motherfucker. handsome rage. I know, just, a, just That's what a, I do. My job's the IG. I got to plug it. It's the true. IG. Just a, just an angry, angry, handsome man <laughs> over there. Uh, Clock, how about you plug plug your socials? By the way, I would like to say, Clock gave you guys a terrible bet, and I didn't call him out on it. No, you covered. It was no, one, it was bad. it was, half. Yeah, it right, was yeah. bad.
3: The whole it was bad. The whole game. And I was tweaking because all my boys ran the same thing. I'm like, yo, uh, we're all about to run this squad, right? or whatever. And, you know, they were down, you know. What, it was Cavs minus six. It was Cavs minus six. Six, that's yeah, right. Yeah, six. And then and you took the under. The under and, and he just scored 47 points for the in the first quarter. In the first quarter. I was like, all right, this, the under's chalked. <laughs> 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 the under's chalked, but we're down by 20. Forward mentality. You guys got to
0: think about the, We kept think thinking about, course about course it. On, at, least,
3: at least win. Like, that's not yeah. make me look too bad. And, you know they're pulling it off. It was a yeah. great game. I yeah, think.
0: they won by seven. They won Sportsbook, check it out. By the way, sports betting is going to be legalized here in Ohio soon, so all you fucking degenerates out yeah. there who I are mean, only getting your Keno fix right now, and that's how you know him. Uh, you're going to be able to get your, your sports betting fix as well in the Barstool Sportsbook. So download the app now. Um, I don't know, I had some fun on this one. I don't know how long this was. Do we have a time up there? Oh, we're at 106, so right? An hour. In the books. One fast. Easy hour. Easy, yeah, hour. easy hour. Yeah, easy hour. Yeah. Super Super easy. This weekend, we're going to be doing some shit for All Star Weekend. Um, do we wanna, I, th- I think we're going to do another podcast for Friday morning. Um, we have to talk it over. We haven't even talked about that. I so can do can Thursday. All right. Yeah, we'll talk about it off there because I don't know if I want to do Thursday. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> I think I need a day off after we of podcast here. Uh, but yeah, follow uh, at BS underscore Cleveland on Twitter, Cleveland Barstool on IG. Um, follow all the squad here. Appreciate you tuning in, and uh, we'll talk to you again in a couple of days. Go, Browns. Peace.